Hi, welcome back to the Scry Syndrome podcast, where we talk about TV each week. The best place in the land says, I am your host, Ben Gillen. And this week, I want to talk about motor voting. That's on my mind. So, well, you know, Tara, that noise you can hear outside is Tara Chloe Shatwick Glee. She's motor boating every titty man she can find in Korea. Uh, if you were to say to my co host, a motorboat, Helen Watkins will know that's how you get around Scotland. It's uh, Helen Watkins. Hello. Hi, you all right? Yeah, cool. That main form of transport in Scotland is a motorboat, no? Um, no. <laughs> I mean, waterboats are famously expensive, right? <laughs> Sorry. I had to, the Scots are famously minute, tight. I had, to, I had to kind of lean it across a little bit. And a man who I would advise when he's in Japan not to do any motorboating because you end up in Joan deported, it's Troy Salmon. Oh my god, I'm here, I'm here guys, I'm here. I had to stretch Helen, so I thought Scottish people, motorboats, flooding, sheep. Oh my god. I mean, yeah. Sorry. No, but Helen's looking at me confused, so it works. No, no, I get it, I get it, I get it. It's, um, I just think, yeah, some parts of Scotland perhaps, but it's a country famously known for not enjoying spending money and having choppy seas, so. Well, hey. Motorboats, yeah, but also you, you need to get diarrhea and you need a dodgy ship. Come shit yourself. No, actually, that's, that's a very interesting episode of Come Down with Me. Um, Come Down with Me, yeah, everyone's shitting and puking over the side. Yeah, lovely. <laughs> I have been anyway. on a ferry recently, though, so maybe that's where you got it from. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm just back from the other way, so who knows? Um. So, how are you two? I'm doing very well right now. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, doing good. Uh, what about you? Yeah, what about you? I'm reading Harry Potter. Oh my god, Harry Potter. Poor thing. Huh? I think the thing with Harry Potter, right? And you know, don't at me because I don't care. Um, is that when you're reading the books, I think the, the the author kind of mixes up excitement with lots of things happening. So there's like, so always something happening. There's always an instant. There's always like a big like, oh my god, what's happening next? So you never actually stop to think how badly written they are. Yeah, I've I've said this to the wife because we because I'm kind of reading the books from the library because I would never pay money. No. To them because I'm just seeing if I can make it through the first book without wanting to just to see if I can handle the book and if it's well written. It's not well written. Um, and there's a lot of stuff cut out. It's okay. I mean, I don't hate Harry Potter, but she clearly didn't plan it out. She didn't know where the fuck she was going. There's multiple. My wife's asked me multiple times, "What is the Philosopher's Stone?" And I can't even remember why that was put into the film. That's a oh, trap. It's a, I'm trying to remember it, it. It was. It was Voldemort was trying to get the Philosopher's Stone because it was an. It was alchemy, wasn't it? It could make anything into gold. Yeah, I know that from Fullmetal Alchemist, the anime. Yeah, I know what it does, but I couldn't remember anything about the Harry Potter films because there's so many stuff that never goes anywhere or items you never see again or characters you never see again. Yeah. There's a lot of plot holes in Harry Potter. Yeah. I mean, the I films think... don't even get... You. I was asked who dies in the finale. I got in the film. They don't even tell you who killed who. There's none of that impact in that final battle with all the minor characters. It's just... In the books, I've been told that it's a lot more detailed about what happens, who takes out who. Yeah, it is a bit, but it's still not, like, tremendously clear. No. So I might just stop at Philosopher's Stone, because I'm struggling with it. We just got to Hogwarts. We've got to Hogwarts, okay. Yeah. I mean, they're all much of a muchness, really. The same thing happens, you know, Harry gets told not to do something, he does it. Um, Ron eggs him on because that's what his job is and Hermione saves them all because she is basically an author avatar who's like what have we forgotten to explain or oh, we'll just bring Hermione in to explain it because if Hermione <laughs> says it then it's got to be true because she's a nerd Hermione and, is a walking screwdriver she's the Doctor Who screwdriver basically. yeah exactly she's a walking Here's doctor your episode title. Hermione is doctor, the Doctor's sonic screwdriver there we go Hermione yeah. Granger is the Doctor's screwdriver. That yeah. sounds like weird. It also sounds quite sexual, but I don't give a shit. 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what she is, though. It's just like, right, how can yeah. we... There's a big, massive plot hole. Let's have Hermione go back in time and fix it. Yeah. Which literally happens in one book. The plot mm. hole is is covered by Hermione in some very, very dodgy time travel science. Yeah, this is always one solving everything. It's always her, though. Oh, my God. Hermione out there. But where's Hermione? Solve it. Solve it. Oh my god! Yeah, but I, I mean, it's, it's it's an interesting experiment to read them, I suppose. No, I've never, I've never read them. Never. Read I read. Them. I remember reading like three of them in real time. So like when they, like I read them the day, couple of days after they came out. Yeah, it was massive. I saw people yeah. around me had a book. I was like, by the time I was like, nah, I'm not reading that. There was once a woman just jumping up and down a um, a work colleague who's like. Like jumping up and down a book six, Agatha. Oh. Really? You're like, you're gonna like yes. Are you gonna fly or something? Oh. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm not shooting Harry Potter fans. I think it's. I'm a James Bond fan. Those films are much, much better, and that is the best British franchise, not Potter. But like some of the fans, man, they're just insane. Like, oh god, yeah. That fan base is just. You do you. Like, don't yuck somebody else's yum. Like, if it makes you happy, go for it. But also, yeah. like, you're defending a book that's not very good. Written by somebody who's not very nice. No, she looks like a bit of a smug bitch on the back cover. Yeah, well, she's just dedicated her life to, like, uh, kind of driving up hate for transgender people right now. That's what she's chosen to do with her fame, so... Hellmender. Mm. I'll be honest with you, Cursed Children, I've been told, sounds like the worst fan fiction ever. Like, it's off them. Just, like, like pulling shit out of its arse. Mm. All through the trailer does look like Malfoy and Harry Potter's sons are in a gay relationship for some reason. They're so nice to each other. I'm wondering if that's where it goes down that line. Ah, oh, well, it's the anti, probably the anti-succession, isn't it? The poison stops with us, thank you very much. We're going to have healthy children. I would love myself if Draco Malfoy's horror is that his son is very friends, at least at least friends with Harry Potter's son, if not his partner. Can you imagine the look on his face? The grandfather is like, you know, oh, Lucas Malfoy is going to be like, yo. <laughs> like... Oh, man, the enemies. Mortal enemies. Anyway, let's move on from Potter because it's it's not worth talking about. Um, there's no Tara. She is. I wouldn't like to speculate what Tara Chloe is doing in Korea right now. I think we're going to leave it there. Um, yeah. She's lost. Korea has her now. Yes. <laughs> you know that. Um, oh, I'm going to say this wrong. Sheridan. Uh, I can't say this actress's name properly. Who, who are we talking about? Sheridan. Oh, bloody hell. Eighth Doctor's audio partner before when the most successful one. Sheridan. I don't know who you're talking about. What 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 were they in? Oh, God. She was in the best uh, Inside Number Nine episode. Sheridan Smith. Are you Smith. Sheridan Smith. Smith. There we go. You know, there Sheridan Smith plays a convicted child paedophile very well. All right. So... I'm here to talk In about what? the teacher. Oh, the teacher. Oh, yeah. Well, she's not convicted. The whole... I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. No, but, so it's basically, she plays an alcoholic teacher who... Yeah. I question how nobody's caught her being, like, well, her breath coming into school, by the way, every day. Functioning yeah. alcoholic is what I would use her terms. Yeah. Oh, God. I can just imagine her bowels. Anyway, so basically she plays a teacher who, on one of the nights out, gets heard of English and then from there is convicted, well, not convicted, but is accused of sleeping with an underage student. Um, um, I, I see, I've seen it all. Helen's seen it all. I've seen I've, it all, yeah, but we catch, it's hard to go forward without spoilers, really, isn't it, at this point? How do you think she's a great actress? <laughs> I think she played it really well. Like, I think it was a good 
it was definitely well made. It was, it was, it was trying. It was filmed like abroad, trying to look at England, wasn't it? Mm. It was one of those really weird ones. It was all a bit uncanny valley. I, I think it was the ending was a bit contrived, like the ending. I called immediately when they yeah. were at that place. I was like, oh, it's obvious where you're standing, boy. I yeah. know what you're gonna do. It's ultimate revenge. I just think, I just think, it's like, do we really need another drama that punishes younger women for going into the te- daring to go into the teaching profession and still being quite attractive? Do you know what I mean? It's such. A... She is very attractive still. But like, it's such a tired old talk now, yeah. isn't it? Like, yeah. Do we can we not just have a young female teacher who is accused of having extremely appropriate relationships with all of her male students and? Yeah. And like, I, I like the comeback though. She gets her confidence and really fights back. It's really yeah. But like this whole like oh horny teenage boys can't help it thing as well is a bit tired too. Like I think we're a bit beyond that now, aren't we? Yeah, I don't know. I kind of enjoyed it. I just kind of felt like they did. They really obviously you can't magic away the accusation at the end. She knows she didn't do it. We know we know 100% she didn't do it. So it's a case of how did they set her up. But you find that out. And it still doesn't really make... There are a couple of gaps that you could drive a fucking train through. Yeah. In terms of plot. Gonna be straight up with you. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know. The guy, the person behind it, why the partner didn't. I always Facebook people if I'm going in a relationship with people. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Um, she was painted as quite naive, wasn't she? But like, she definitely like had her hands on the idiot ball at more than one point when she was clearly a lot cleverer than that. He's my life partner. It's like, yeah, it doesn't mean that like um, he's not a good dude. Uh-uh. Interesting yeah. argument of. Oh, this is from the mind of a somebody that is that, to seeing how they think, how they see the world. Mm. They're trying to balance it out. It's still wrong, but still saying it's wrong, but like kind of seeing how they see it. Trying not to just make it a bad person is a risky, ballsy move. And yeah. as an actor, that is a difficult role to do. Um, yeah. I enjoyed it. I've got there's a lot of Channel Four ITV dramas on Netflix that are four episodes, and I'm just going to prowl for a lot of them this week because they're easy to do. There's no ITV yeah. player is the worst, by the way. Always seems to get stuck on an ad break. I watched AEW on there. It never seems to start the bloody program properly. The worst. I try and watch a movie. I have to restart it numerous times to get past an ad break because it stops. It doesn't come back to the program. Mm. I, I try to watch. Um, various shows on there. It always just ad breaks and then come doesn't come back and you have to reload it again. Oh my god! ITV player, you get so much money from advertising. How is I how is I how is BBC iPlayer better than you? Sort it, please. Unexcusable. Uh, but the teacher's pretty good. Yeah. I like it. I like Sheridan Smith because I remember the, the Paul McGann is a good doctor. So don't ever forget that. Listen to the audios, you bitches. They're, they're fucking, they, they are canon. So she's one of the best companions of all time. Mm. Yeah. Paul McGann's the, one of the best doctors of all time. Don't give it a shit what anyone says because people don't just look at the TV series, you look at the audios, man. That's where his doctor is. Oh, brilliant doctor. I watched uh, Easy A. Oh, you've seen EZA now, you've seen it. <laughs> yeah, that's with Emma Stone. That's I love that movie, Stone. I love that movie. It's incredible. Trying such to get a, a reputation. It, it, it's such a clever film. It's very different from your usual rom-com. Although it does make the rom-com bit really bad at the end. It's just like, yeah, that doesn't work for me. <laughs> you spent five minutes with this guy and you're dating him. No. But... It is Emma Stone is just effortless in it, and it's very funny, and she just deals with it. I really like the character. Mm. Not big off that role as well. I love that. I love that movie, man. Easy, great movie. What do you guys? Oh, think? A, a couple of sunshine. 
What do oh. you guys think of it? But it's, it's based on the crucible, it. isn't it? Like it's yeah. about yeah, accusations of witchcraft and all that stuff. I think yeah, it says a lot about how we treat women, basically, as always. But they make sure she's a strong woman, though, and she's not like the nineties where it was all dark women. It was like proper. She's still in control of it. But yeah, the fact, I think what it's saying is it doesn't matter how in control somebody is or how good they are or how strong they are, they'll still get shot on by by society. I mean, Emma Stone, still on the list of if I was single. Oh, yeah. Definitely would like to date that lady. Uh, definitely seems very clever and intelligent lady. Very... Very, very bubbly. Always comes across well in interviews in the media. Emma Stone yeah. seems like a laugh. And um, yeah, I, I like Emma Stone. Not because she's hot in Spider-Man, like you know, or anything. But like, I like Emma Stone. She's just got the hotness, and she's also very funny. And she's always good in every film. She doesn't half-ass it. Mm. Like she's, yeah, she does that much. She's all in. She doesn't get enough respect for her great work in Birdman. Zombie land, zombie, whatever the thing, zombie world. Mm. I think, yeah, she gets she gets a lot of people assume that she's a comedy actress, and I don't think they respect her enough as a dramatic one because she does do really good stuff, exactly. And um, and she was really good in um, Corella as well. That was good, she was good in that as well. Oh, oh she's was brilliant in that, it's just so good, in so damn good. She, it she does a great job. Not anywhere. It arranges everywhere. Because it's not an original anywhere. story. It's not trying to copy a Disney movie. It's actually doing it for its own back, which I really respect because they're not trying to replicate the bloody movies, which is what every other film has done and which I hate Disney for right now. These live action remakes, you're just, you're just box ticking. At least with Wendy, you try to shake it up a little bit. You know, you try to wake up the audience a bit with not a straight adaption. When you do stuff like that, fine. But, you know, I respect Corella. It's like enchantment. You're having a go at something a bit different. That's going to have my attention. Well done. Emma Stone, if I ever get divorced, I will be giving you a call for your agency. Anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, easy as well. I think she's single. I'm not right? only asking for a date, that's it. Um... <laughs> He's, he's, a, a, a pocket full of sunshine, Natasha Bedingfield. Still in my head. With Emma Stone. Anyway, um, so basically, Uncle from Another World, which is a Netflix show, uh, anime. Um, it's basically about a man who's a guy who lives on his own. His uncle comes back from another world. He's been in a coma for 17 years. He went to another world in his mind and has magic now. And we just regularly see... And he's a Sega fan. So obviously in 2000, he was around. Sega was still a thing. He's come back. Now he's wondering why Sega games are on PlayStations and Nintendo consoles. And going, huh? But so Sonic the Hedgehog hates Mario. But why is Sega everyone's bitch now? What? What? what you know, what's... Yeah, what happened? Why is Nintendo... Why is Sega working for everybody else now? What's a Microsoft? What is an Xbox? Like, you know... Coming back, Steam, like basically taking the piss, yeah. and um, they keep going back to the time of the fantasy. So, like, obviously Helen might not know, but in anime, there's a trope of a man, loads of gorgeous women around him. It's called a harem. It's really boring because oh, yeah, none of yeah. them get with the guy. There's no, there's no bloody payoff. They all just stand there and go, "Oh, I love him. Oh, I love him." Nobody's gonna step up and be the girlfriend. I hate harems. They are boring as tits. <laughs> this show doesn't do that. It, it's, I, I haven't finished it yet. There is a few times in the world where there's more one girl. There's like the anime trope of, I'm really angry, I hate him, but I love him really. Type of boring ass shit I've seen a million times in anime. But it's got a good punchline. He generally doesn't understand women. Like, there's one scene where he wants his hoodie back from her. It's <laughs> got nothing on. And he can't understand why she shoots fire in his face. It's very funny. He's like, what are you doing, you twat? Like, even, the, even the nephew next to him, when they're watching the, the video screen, he's like, you didn't think this through, did you? Have you ever had a stranger danger? Like, you know, Mr. Rapey at one point. Like, Mr. Rapey, what are you doing? Oh, I wasn't. I was trying to get my hoodie back. Generally played as an idiot. But, like, mm-hmm. 
but there's a lot of there's a lot of characters that keep going back to the old days and mocking it like and he uses like fine he uses like old sega moves like sonic spin and golden axe jumpy to defeat golden you know the jumping slashing going yeah. on he basically oh. uses sega licensing to be really funny and just like that's and it keeps old. avoiding the the harm thing Okay. They haven't come into the real world yet, and I don't think they're going to put these fantasy characters in the real world because that would be so predictable. They've avoided it. Okay. So he's doing magic on YouTube to make money because he's figuring out what YouTube is. There's a great bit where they keep ordering things on Amazon. He flies off like Superman to go pick it up so that it avoids shipping fees. It is quite. Funny. <laughs> I'm gonna Google. I like that. <laughs> That's funny. That is really funny, and there's a lot of good female characters. There is, if you can, there is enough originality here to avoid the, the, the anime tropes that have me rolling my eyes. But it just they put it in a box. It's like a, you know, description. It's like you've got something in a box that a lid keeps opening, and you can see a claw coming out, but it can't quite get out. Yeah. It keeps going back. The lock keeps going back on. And it's just like, right. You know in Harry Potter, you see a chest with something in it, and it goes blah, 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 and it never quite opens. That's the chest keeping them, keeping it from coming out and ruining everything. So it's a really good fun. And I think it would be really good. Down, there's like 13 episodes. Troy looks like he's into it. It plays the convention a little bit, and there's a dub. So, Helen, you might, you might want to go watch it. Oh, I'll have a look at that, yeah. Because Netflix, what I really like about Netflix is they double their original stuff for people that like me, like, yeah, <laughs> who don't, who can't or don't like subtitles, who can't if they find it hard. And I respect Netflix for that because that really is including. They've also dubbed mm-hmm. a lot of their original Japanese stuff as well recently, like they do with their other language stuff. Not all of it, but I respect the fact that they are trying. I, I respect that actually. That you know what? Netflix is doing okay so far. Because that can be a big barrier for people that have trouble with subtitles, is that lack of an English dub. If you make it good and don't mock it, no Asian voices, please. Just do it in an American accent and just be careful, because I will fucking kick off on this podcast if I hear it. That's fair. Oh, I, I don't. There's no. There's no point for it. There's no reason for it. Oh, there is also One Piece trailer, Troy. How have you? How did you? Survive? Oh my God! Netflix trailer. Don't even get me started on one piece. My gosh. Oh, oh my god. It doesn't look as bad. It doesn't look like Cowboy Bebop. It doesn't look as bad, but at the same time. I'm not a One Piece fan. I'm not a One Piece fan. My my wife looked at it and was kind of like, she's not a One Piece fan, but she's seen it. She thinks it doesn't look very good. She thinks Comic Con cosplayers look better. In some of the outfits, I'm not a One Piece fan, so I don't know what I'm talking about. Hey, hey, I just got into One Piece, I literally just got into One Piece. I'm like 100 episodes in. A lot of people seem very surprised by it, but I will remind people Bebop had a very good trailer and it was absolutely pants. So careful there, lads. Hey, this trailer was. I have seen better Comic Con of these characters than what I'm seeing on this screen. Come on, Netflix. You have all the money in the world. Can you not? Can you just not put that? They can't do it. They just can't do it. As simple as that, man. They can't do it. Get a couple of cosplayers to do the costumes for you or something. Like fans are so good on a much lesser budget. It's it's quite interesting how bad it looks. But anyway, that's me for the week. Tag in. All right. So I've been watching Poker Face this week. Okay, oh, Poker Face. So really it's Ryan Johnson is oh, Ryan Johnson. with Natasha McElhone. Mm, and is that it, James McAvoy's sister? No. Natasha McElhone oh, is... Um, oh, it's not McAvoy, sorry. I misheard you. So she's the one from Russian Doll. Ah, oh, the one with orange hair. She's brilliant. Yeah, so she's playing obviously a, a wisecracking private detective this time. So what oh, happens really is she works in um, a casino, 
Okay. And but the reason that she she's works in the casino because she's not allowed to play poker because she knows when people are lying. Cool. And that's like her superpower. So she's a private detective who knows when people are lying. So it's a romantic relationship where she can tell if somebody's not lying. Yeah. So she she has to leave Las Vegas under circumstances that I'm not going to talk about because they're spoilers but she has to leave Las Vegas very very quickly and she's kind of on a little road trip going all around America and as she's going around America she is solving little situations so we say crimes that people are are, they're asking her to and she's finding herself in all these situations where she's having to kind of see what's going on and find out what's happening so each episode starts with a death or a crime Mm. And then what kind of, then we work backwards to try and find out how she's involved, so how she's part of it, but also like um, how she's going to see what's happening and kind of, so we don't know how she's involved at the beginning of every episode, but she will come into the episode at some point, but she always knows when people are lying and is able to kind of predict and see like what's going on. I like that. You don't know when she's going to turn up, but she will. And yeah, it's a trip she will, there. yeah. I like the sound of that. Yeah, it's really good. Um, we've had some really cool guests there so far, like Benjamin Bratt's in it, Chloe Sven's in it. Okay. Um, lots of different actors tipping up and doing bits. I, I really like it. It's really good. It's really clever. There's not, I've not seen much like it out there, to be honest. It's very original, like She's not even officially like a private detective. She's just like finds herself in a situation. She's like, so it's almost like a God, what now <laughs> thing when she turns up somewhere. Like, oh God, what now? Like, what, 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 why can't people just behave themselves kind of thing? But the kind of thing is, is that the people that are chasing her um, are, are like bad guys. So she, she can't use a credit. Every time she uses a credit card, makes a phone call or like appears on the internet, she's only got a few hours before they catch up with her. Okay. So you kind of like, there's a kind of like a countdown in every episode about, you know, how they're going to find her this time. And then she has to kind of move on again. Okay. But she's so charismatic. Like she's just brilliant. Isn't she Natasha McElhone? She's just. She's good. She's so good in it. And she's just, yeah, it's really, really clever because there's always like a, a central lie in the thing and it's about like her working out because some people like believe that they're telling the truth or some people don't know what's happened so they're not necessarily lying but what they're saying isn't the truth and it's like watching her try to figure out which one it is for each person mm-hmm. is really, it's really good fun. But yeah, I would really recommend it. It's on Sky Atlantic, I think, so now TV if you have it. Okay. It's really good fun, yeah. I've not finished watching it yet, so I'm not up to the last episode, but I've seen enough of them to know. So now TV? No, um, now TV. Oh, okay. I might get that for that then. Yeah, no, it's definitely worth it. I would seriously recommend it. It's, it they're a very good combination. Interesting. Some decent ratings as well. Some people like it, so. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's really it's, the critical reception has been really Dang good. Face. I kept seeing it. I was across my feed. I was looking across, and I was like, I kept seeing poker face. Yeah. I was like, I'm about to check out. It's unusual for something to, for the critics to like something and for people to like something, but I know most people that I know have watched it really enjoyed it. Yeah, both sides. Yeah, they love they love poker face. So all right. Plus Helen's back in it from watching the show. Oh yeah, full back in, full Helen back in, definitely enjoy it. I think, I think you guys would like it too. It's got like, it's got like all the kind, you know, like every episode of Columbo had little things that you could take yeah. off and like little <laughs> moments that you knew were coming. It's very much like that. Like it, it knows what it is. It's, it knows its formula and it sticks to it. <laughs> mm. <laughs> all right, poker face on the list. It's made the list. No, made the list. You made the list. That's it. You're on the list. You just made the list. happens, huh? You what happens? That's why they got cheered for that eventually. <laughs> you just made the list. You, know, you give wrestling fans a catchphrase, they're going to start cheering the guy, even if he's a dick. That's all point, isn't it? That's wrestling fans. But yeah, poker face. I'm on that. I'm on it. I'm on it. 
Like for sure. <laughs> and that's my, that's my pick. That's oh, really okay. I will give that to you. All right. Okay, so this is what I've got today. Uh, I've been watching much. Finished off Black Sails. Um, one of the best shows ever made. I love that show. Black Sails. My was pirates. That? Pirates, man. Oh, the, so I literally didn't know this until I finished watching the show. You're a man who loves his booty. I love my booty. Oh, yes, I did. I love my booty. Yeah. So there's some <laughs> <laughs> videos on YouTube with them. I've seen you. Ben, oh, Ben, 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 Oh, he's he loves my he's talking about your life. He knows, he knows. Sexual, right? No, okay. okay. <laughs> well, Black Sales, man. Um, pirate. Anyone that's seen that show, check it out. If you're a fan of Vikings or shows like that, just Game of Thrones, then you're gonna love Black Sales because Black Sales is one of the best shows ever made. Someone told me to watch it a while back. I never got to watch it until recently. I just binged the whole of it. It's it's insane. It's incredible. Um, it's it's apparently it's a prequel. To a, an old book called Treasure Island. We know you've got the Long John Silver, Black Beard, oh. Black Beard, Black Beard, them kind of famous characters. But it's like a, a drama version of it. It's, it's incredible. Action scenes, so good. Um, it's like literally four seasons. So I'm not watching um, the, the show is right now. It's, it's, four seasons and a movie. Oh, wait, start, 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 yeah, start to end. You know what I'm saying? Drama field. I love it. I love it, man. And it's all this stuff. It just makes sense. Nothing's no kind of like gaping loopholes in the show. Everyone's got like a, a motivation to do what they do in the show. Um, Captain Flint. <laughs> He's a very character in the show, Captain Flint, yo. Um, you know, it's Toby Stevens, top English actor. He's, a, he's, like, he's, he's Yeah, he's, he's, head, he's head in the show. He's a Captain Flint. So he plays this famous um, head pirate um, of... Um, this, this ship and a famous character gets introduced in the show who's like a almost like a uh, a, a person you think yourself is this person even real he's just in this is in here he pretends to be a cook and all of a sudden he's just talking to the talking to the rest of the sailors taking them over one by one just letting them in their ear you know and it's long john silver but halfway through the show you're like long john silver what the fresh it's long john silver from the old stories um, and then afterwards, he starts to befriend Captain Flint. And then we get introduction later on down the line of Blackbeard, Captain Teach. So you got Captain Jack Rackham, you got all these famous people from these um pirate stories. And when you are when you're young, when you're a kid, you hear about these pirate stories. So it sounds like um, Pirate Avengers. It's 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 awesome. Any any name you've heard of in the piracy, you know. That's this cool. this show has it. Um and they just pop up from time to time, you're like, yo, I know that person. I love that person. It's like, yes, it's like, damn, it's like a whole universe within itself. It's, it's awesome. Sounds like the car, the, the Harlem Globetroppers are pirated. Hey, we're going to all come and kick your ass. The all star team, we're going to take your ship and your booty. <laughs> it is so good. Um, we've got some strong female characters in here as well. Uh, very strong. Yeah. Um, Hello, I love that. Hello, I love this show. Mm-hmm. The show, the way they overcome in, in the plot and uh, they're, they're literally. Behind the scenes that control and stuff like puppet, like you know, the puppet masters. You know what I'm saying? We've got one character in here um, called Max, who's like a, a French mixed uh, race woman, and she's like literally controlling <clears> stuff <throat> in this brothel on this um uh, this uh, fictional island called Nassau in the Caribbean somewhere. And um, they basically got like you got everyone could converge, whatever race, creed, wherever you are, you can just converge on this island. And pirates and everyone alike will be seen as equal. And this place, and and literally, and um, they try to catch this gold. So yeah, <laughs> they try to get this gold. Uh, they call it the Urca, the Spanish gold. They're trying to get. So um, so yeah, man, it's uh, it's, it's a good show. Black Sails finished that off, man. Uh, if you haven't seen it, go check out Black Sails. As I said before, four seasons, man. It's very very uh, quick to binge. Because you can you can just burn through this show, and I'm like, oh my god. No, I don't finish it yet. I'm like, no, no, no. Well, I was watching, man. So good, so good. Um, as I said before, I've got binge. <laughs> we got binge, binge. Yes, my heart, yar. So that's what I'm saying. Black sales, but um, yeah, you got that one. And I watched um, I did watch. Hey, I did Ben. I did watch this, y'all, Ben. Ben, calm down, Ben. Don't Ben. Don't say anything. I'm okay. It's okay. So I've this seen the good. first episode of uh, Secret Invasion. I'm just going to read a book. Hold on. 
Hold on. I'm going to tell you the name of the book. Look at your mind. Hold on. Hold on. It's match of the day, top 10 of everything. You go ahead. I don't care. I'm off. Hey, you're going to be surprised at what I say, but you're going to be surprised. You know what Mark and Richard's top 10 FA Cup finals was? Liverpool versus West Ham in 2006. Go ahead. Hey, uh, (laughs) read the specific page and everything like, wow. But yeah. So Samuel Jackson, man, Nick Fury, the show is basically about him. So he's come down from his um, spaceship in the sky to kind of uh, um, correct the wrongs that the scrolls have been um, doing on Earth. So the scrolls have been taking over different um, different people, well, taking their faces and um, keeping captive the people they've taken over. All these Snatchers-esque storyline right now on Earth in the comics. So um, this is happening right now. Simon Jackson is doing his, being his usual Simon Jackson self. You know what I'm saying? You know, being a top star, being amazing. And you know what Simon Jackson likes to do. Uh, so Nick Fury, he's kind of out of sorts at this point. He's like an older guy. He's he's limping. He's, he's not. He's like perfect self. Though he's not like you know what I'm saying, as he usually is. Um, he's got his um, obviously right hand woman Maria Hill. She's she's still in the show. I won't say what happens um, later on down the line to uh, her character, but. Um, is he Everett Ross? Um, what, what is he, Everett Ross's name? What is what is his name again? Uh, let me find him. Uh, Martin Freeman. You know Martin Freeman. Everyone knows Martin Freeman. Uh, so Martin Freeman, he's, he's in this uh, episode kicking off the uh, Secret Invasion arc. That's the storyline. And he's revealed to be a scroll, to be an alien. And I'm like, what the heck is going on here? He's, he's an alien. What, what? Martin Freeman. We don't know how long he's been taken over by these alien um, entities. The scrolls, and that kicks off the rest of the um, the, the show so far. So um, stuff is happening. You've got Olivia Coleman um, showing up in the show as well. So Olivia Coleman got top actors in this show so far. Olivia Coleman, amazing. Olivia Coleman must be having the time of her She's life. She's everywhere. Oh my god! She finally made it to a Marvel show. Sorry, I'm reading a book. Hey, it's my new joke. Every talks about superheroes. <laughs> yeah, because that's what he does all the time. This could be kind of disrespect. I mean, at least you're telling him now, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Instead of just switching off. Oh no, look at him. But yeah, but um, yeah, my lovely Coleman, she's uh, really good in this um, episode. <laughs> that was, that was, when I was watching her talk in the show, and I was like, who does this woman remind me of? Who does this uh, character remind me of? She's talking, I'm like, reminds of Helen. It sounds like a compliment, to be fair. Though. It's a compliment. It's a compliment. I was watching, I was like, what's this? He wish she's reacting, where she responds, and I'm like, yeah, Helen, Helen, that's Helen right there. I'm watching this show. <laughs> this show. I saw well, Samuel Jackson with Nick interacting with her, and she's got her own little, little two goons, who's that? Uh, she's um basically um, helping her out with um, with little side missions and that. Love so it. She's, uh, yeah, so she's apparently gonna work with um Fury at some point. With so she comes back, um, her introduction to the show to um the MCU, mm. Marvel Universe. Um, so we can't see her for a little bit, so we don't see her too much, but she's she's there now. We, we know that she's she's there in the show. She's set up. Um, but um then we have my girl, uh the unburnt. What's her name? Uh real name. Uh, it is Amelia Clark. There we go. My girl, Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark, she's um one of the main characters in the show as well. Here Froze herself, you know what I'm saying? Khaleesi herself. So she's uh, in the <laughs> so she's in this show. And um she I, I, the way she's talking, I think she's a scroll in the show. She's an alien, but she's obviously taking this human form as a million clock. Um, she's called Gaia in the show. So she's kind of like on the fence of helping these um radical um alien um or alien comrades, and she's kind of working on the side of Fury as well, almost at the same time. <clears throat> but um, she's kind of in the middle, middle. And we have oh, speaking of you see, you brought a Potter, didn't you, Ben? You brought a Harry Potter, didn't you? Yeah. So we've got we've got a character from Potter, the Potter universe. In what a crossover! <laughs> you've got a crossover, a crossover. Okay, so so Warner yes, Brothers have. are going to open the door, right? Superman, Batman, they're going to let all that lot through as well, right? <laughs> About time, man! Marvel hey. versus Warner Brothers is the big hey. one. You got them together. Oh boy, Kingsley Benadia. She's Wonder Woman. No, no, Scooby Doo. No, I don't even know. Bugs Bunny versus Mickey Mouse in a knife fight. Yes, please. <laughs> Donald versus Daffy Duck. Oh my god, yeah. We've seen that in Who Friend Roger Rabbit, but I want to see them fight with swords. 
Oh my god, you're fighting someone by yourself. Okay, who's the actor? Sorry, I've cut you off completely. Oh uh, yeah, Ken, Ken, what's his name? So it's uh, Kingsley Benadir. So he's, he's only been hyped up a little bit, like, seen, like now and again, you saw him like, pop up. But he's like a small, really small, tiny character. Uh, that's the problem with the films is but, too um, much emphasis on yeah your characters just pop up from there's time certain to time, characters yeah. from the first film of Harry Potter all the way to the end I don't even think they get more than one word <laughs> same actor <laughs> they don't, they don't, get to the last film they're there there's like I mean I'm sure they're in the book they might have a name in the book they might have a couple of lines in the book but in the film yeah. they're just there like <laughs> fuck and that's disgusting like sorry yeah, he's he's like this radical um terrorist esque character in the show. He's like he takes all these different forms while uh, trying to um thwart uh, Nick Fury's character and he blows up a couple of places in Russia to kind of uh, set the tone the rest of this show that he's gonna be a, a major threat in this show and it's gonna be hard to take him down. And um yeah, I'm not gonna say too much. I was gonna say something else, but I'm like, nah, nah. I bet you he's gonna take a long time on the camera and get loads of words out while we're just <laughs> sitting there like, oh he's getting TV time. Oh he's gonna oh he's gonna hold on to this. Yes. He doesn't get a lot. But um but yeah, man, um he's amazing. Uh he's in Peaky Blinders, the Away. Um, you know what I'm saying? He's in a lot of some shows that I've seen. So um, but yeah, man. Uh, yeah, secret invasion. First episode out. You know That's what I'm the name of Troy's tape when he goes into the stardom locker room one day. <laughs> secret invasion, and then we get you arrested. <laughs> there it is. Well, yeah. I don't think it's proper behaviour, but I know how excited you get about stardom women, and you don't respect them for their, for their for some work guy. right and the hard work they put in. You're just oh, come on, I respect them. Come on, I respect. You're putting women back bro. fifty years, bro. Like. <laughs> Helen, do you know nothing wrong with this guy? I've seen I'm not videos. Even, I'm I know not the even most important part of a woman is to Helen. I see it. I'm oh not crazy. I'm not right. Helen's just like, I haven't getting involved in this. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Literally, that's what it is. But, um, yeah. So, we've got um, Black Cell that finished off. Um, uh, what else have I finished off? I think, yeah, we talked about that already. So, Flash, no, definitely not. But, yeah. Um, Secret Invasion, it's a, it's a sl- very slow burn. I'll say that it's a very, very slow That's burn. That's the best way yeah, to do so it, though. In the comics, if I remember correctly, yeah. it's not going to be the big characters. No, 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 not yet. Never is. I no. think people got disappointed when it was like the butler of the Avengers. It's like, oh, he knows all the secrets. That's kind of cool. <laughs> they must probably do that again because, you know, Martin Freeman's been around the Marvel Universe in Wakanda and. Captain Mark, Captain America, Shield, and all that. So that's kind of a problem, right there. He knows stuff about all the heroes. Yeah, he knows. But I want them to turn up in the show. That's the problem with this. This is going to be some. This should be a movie. This shouldn't be a TV show. I know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're involved in this. They theft this already. I think. You're right. That's what it should be. It should be a massive event. There should be a movie. Yeah, it should, be, it should really be that. Because part. this is such a big thing in the comics. This was like a big summer thing. It was, huge. It was, it was one of the biggest ones Marvel's ever had. Yeah, this is runs. not a TV yeah. series. This should be a TV movie. Fuck Kang. Who gives a shit about Kang? That this should be the movie. The next Avengers movie should be Who Can You Trust? Because it was amazing. All the Avengers not trusting each other because they might be green bogeymen from space. <laughs> yeah, no one knows who they were. It was insane. It was oh, yeah. Uh, where, where's all the superheroes? That's the problem with Marvel's MCU now. It's too much of it, and they don't... They're just popping stuff off and not... There's no stakes. Mm-hmm. I want that's, stakes. that's the problem with their stakes. The stakes, that's the problem. There's there, no the stakes. stakes. There hasn't been any stakes since Thanos. We need some stakes again. Mm. The problem is with it now, after Kang, where do you go from... Like You've effed yourself now. This is the problem with superhero stuff on TV. Mm. You can't keep rebooting again and again and again because the actors are going to get more expensive in the cartoons you can do what you like in the comics because you know it's just a picture you can do what you like with pictures it's or different you, or you start to begin to build your franchise around one actor and he yes. absolutely spectacularly drops the ball yes Aww. you put all your that's uh, what's been happening with Marvel and unfortunately <laughs> it looks like it's not going 
Yeah, the, the basket that they put all their eggs in is allegedly very punchy of women. Remember, allegedly. he was the most inspirational actor of his generation. Shouldn't have said that. That was uh, oh, Marvel. You can't, Disney can't do anything right at the moment, can they? Yeah, yeah, they're doing trouble right now. They're uh, yeah. Got problems. You know what? Somebody said, right, here's what you do, you Doctor Who it. You just have can have different faces. Yeah, let him have the face of the guy that was in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. He could do it. Oh him, yeah. I watched I'm that. The high I watched it because I have I have I don't watch a lot of this stuff now. I've come off of it, but I did watch Guardians 3 because I am connect I love the first two movies before I got bored of it all. It was a good movie. Good movie. Good movie. I won't come back. I'll come back for Avengers. I'm not watching all the shit in between. Troy will fill me in on any plot details. Hey, I haven't seen Guardians 3 yet. Not is, it good? is it good? Guardians Sorry. 3. I just feel like... Mate, it's, it's, it's really good, yeah. It's good. Okay, I'll check it out. Well done to Guardians 3, though. There we go. Uh, you won't see me again until the next Avengers movie. Have fun with that. Oh, Spider-Man. That's a good movie. It's a proper, it's a proper superhero movie. Oh, it doesn't God, need okay. a load of films to watch. That's what, that's what I like now. Also, um, I watched the Super Mario Brothers movie. Okay. Oh, how was it? You, you like it? Yeah, so people that have reviewed this movie in the press obviously don't realise it just needs to be a film for Mario fans, and that's where it needs to be. Oh. And it's great. Done. Doesn't need to be a five-star classic. It is the video game movie. We can finally send Bob Hoskins and that other movie off into the dark realms and Oh, that movie's an anti-capitalist masterpiece. Oh, the masterpiece. Yeah. Ellen, tell him, Ellen. That's a masterpiece. Halfway through, she was astonished. She didn't even get Bob to Bob Hoskins, John Leguizamo, that was a masterpiece. It's, a, super, it's, it's a superhero movie about the dangers of capitalism. That's not talking about yeah. fucking Bob Hoskins. That's not talking about that awful movie. That's wow. about this new movie. Wow. It's That's a good Bob. movie. And it makes Princess Peach, Princess Mushroom, Peach. Princess Peach was Samantha Mathis. Oh, no. okay. right. But I love the fact that she is not a damsel. She sorts herself out. That's a good modern up telling. Well done, Nintendo. Also, they did that, they did that in, in the Bob Hoskins one as well. So Yeah, but yeah. nobody remembers the Bob Hoskins movie. <clears throat> what oh, come on, we all remember it. We all remember it, Ben. No, on. we don't. I've forgotten about it. I, anyway, watched it recent, I watched it recently and it holds up, you know. I'm just does. ashamed that there's not a dead head of Bob Hoskins and the other prick on it with like their heads like decapitated in like, Mortal Kombat on the side. Just like them toasting. I wanted to yeah. see a graveyard with Bob Hoskins' name on it with the next guy and everyone that was in the cast and crew for making that awful movie. Like, yeah. if you think that Chris Pratt is better than Bob Hoskins... No way. No way. I, 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 w- I would like to remove myself from any <laughs> suggestion <laughs> that that might also be my opinion. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> saying I'm not about the visual. I'm just about because it's animated. It doesn't matter. It's just that it's Mario. <laughs> and obviously, you've got the in joke of the guy inside the thing. The Wrecking Crew go, yeah, woohoo! That's the original. That's the Mario voice guy. You wouldn't want that in a movie because it would get really annoying. Him just going, wow, yeah. They had to do something for Mario to talk. Mm-hmm. Not an easy decision to make. I wouldn't have preferred he gone with Chris Pratt. It's a bit of a deep voice for Mario. They got everything else right. Or through, I am at the point where Annatella Joy is now the female David Tennant. Everywhere I turn, she's giving a great performance. She doesn't. Oh, she's, she's, all, she's awesome. I love her. She's a great actress. So shout outs to her. She seems to be stalking everything I watch at the moment. Like David Tennant, she's just everybody well, and I love it. Well done. Amazing. She's a great actress. And I do like the fact that they've left a lot for the sequel. There is a bit where Luigi comes out and it's Luigi's Mansion. I get the torch. I was, <laughs> I was applauding that. Oh, and everything looks like a video game level. And I just like the Mario Kart. It's just literally a love letter to the fans. That's oh, what it needed to be. And in that, was a big it's right. five stars. Because it is the most video game movie there's ever been on a franchise. It is the movie. It's like Tomb Raider. It was basically the rebooted Tomb Raider. It's exactly what it needed to be. That is the movie. Like the Dungeons and Dragons movie. It's really fun too. Again, respects the source material and it has a bit of fun with it. But it is done by fans. See, we can get these right. 
Hey, you know what? I'm not even a bit. I, I literally, I was, I was not a fan of um, uh, which league Grant, which league Grant. I was not a fan until I saw, until I saw this, this latest Dungeons and Dragons. I was like, yo, I'm, I'm not being a fan of this guy now. Yeah. A lot of arrows to his bow. If you saw Paddington, he can play the bar, dickhead. I, I was a fan of Dungeons and Dragons. I was like, okay, I, I misjudged this man for years. Richard Jones is a great example of dickhead, dickhead, Grant. <laughs> right? I'm here for it. Oh, God. And the, let's not forget, he was a sexy doctor who died in Stephen Moffat's anniversary comically really special, and we never got to see Hugh Grant as Doctor Who. I will always be sad. I would love to see Joanna Lumley and the Doctor bump uglies together. That would be definitely a change in relationship. That would be hilarious. Wait, I call him Richard E. Grant. Oh my goodness. You called him Richard E. Grant. I'm, I'm, I'm a Hugh Grant. I'm a Hugh Grant. I'm a Hugh we Grant. just we just pretended it didn't happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, like... Hugh Grant. Sorry, Hugh Grant. Oh, and then I was sat there going, Richard. Yeah, yeah. We like, wait, so oh, Hugh Grant. Oh, Hugh Grant walks yeah. off. No, Hugh Grant's the useless one. That no, that's Ron Atkinson. I can't keep up who's who in that one. But Richard E. Grant licked the mirror handsome. I've now described myself as that. Every time I've seen that, I'm licked the mirror handsome. I love Richard E. Grant. Richard Grant's the man. What a yeah. dude. Although he is technically the ninth doctor before Eccleston. Technically <laughs> gonna be a dick. <laughs> anyway, that's end this podcast because we're going off in tangents and we got to finish it now. So bye for me. Oh no, hold on. We need to do all the stuff. Sorry, go yeah, do the uh the, the pimping. Um, um, Legend of all one oh one, uh reviews, reactions, pop star um stuff, you know what I'm saying? We do all stuff over there, man. It's crazy. So like, share, subscribe, all the good stuff. We out. Send us a little message at squareoutspin at twitter.com or at gmail.com. Are they still put, linking us to porn sites? No, they stopped sending us up for um, German video game demos. Good. Not yeah. had one of them for a while. Fucking send us a message. And that's it. Everything else is in the description. We have now done three, hour, three hours of recording. Well, two hours of recording. I'm being nonchalant. An hour and a half. We've actually done quite well today. So it's goodbye for me. Bye for me. Bye for me too. I want to see a Grant, a Grant Brothers. I want to see a Super Mario, Super Grant Mario, a Super Grant Brothers. Super Grant Brothers. Just yeah. They're just being charming. British about it though. There's a crossover <laughs> for you. Richard E. Grant and Hugh Grant. It's just an hour and a half from going, no, after you, sir. <laughs> <clears throat> I watched that. Anyway, bye.